Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. What up, Yins guys? This is Kim Hasera here, and welcome to my new podcast, Bravo! East Coast Housewives. We're going to be talking about Jersey, Potomac, and New York City. So buckle the fuck up, and I hope you're ready to go. So currently, I'm coming to you from the Windy City. However, I will always be a Pittsburgher, a Yinzer at heart. I am super obsessed about the Bravo Network, as everyone else should be. And I'm thinking, quite frankly, the people that are listening, you, are probably just as obsessed as I am. And if not, I'm going to influence you to become a Bravo Believer. Or I'd like to say, a bravo lever. Has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Now I know that most of you have not been living under a rock, but for those who have, I'm just going to update you a little bit about the current season of the Jersey Housewives, because that is the season that is playing right now on Bravo. Apparently New York is supposed to air maybe sometime in March or April, So I'm super excited about that. And then I think Potomac sometime in the summer. But we're focused on the Jersey ladies here, people. Alrighty, so the Jersey franchise of the Housewives has been around since 2009, actually. Holy crap, that's the year that I graduated college. God, do I feel old. So, throughout many, many seasons, because we are on season 10 now, holy shit, Kim, do the math. (laughs) Anyways, there have been 15 different housewives to the show. Now, we have the OG that has still been kicking it, Teresa Judice. She's been on the show since it started. Then the other one that is still lasting in the cast is is her sister-in-law, Melissa Gorga. Now, Melissa didn't come into the show until season three, but both of these badass bitches are still a part of the show, and they are kicking it and dominating all these other ladies. Okay, and I would just like to state, if any of you guys watch the reunion of the Real Housewives of the OC, can anyone just, like, support me and just think that this is hilarious that Vicky looks at... My love, best friend, but he doesn't know that he's my best friend, Andy Cohen. And she looks at him and says, you know, Andy, just just remember where you came from. I mean, can you 
I can't even believe what I heard, but I can because it was Vicki Gunvalson. But let me tell you, she is a gem of the franchise. She is just a gem. Almost like an emerald, let's just say. I mean, fuck, she's like the, what the hell? She's like, um, you know, in Titanic, Jack and Rose, the heart of the ocean. Vicki Gunvalson is the heart of the ocean for the housewives. Technically, they're kind of like throwing her out into the ocean because she's not necessarily like the main housewife right now. But of course, this was in the OC season. But she lets us know that we can never forget her. And for that, I love you, Vicky, for that because that's badass and you're a badass bitch. So thank you, Vicky. Okay, so that is done and over with. I am done with the uh, West Coast Housewives, but shout out to them because they're pretty cool. Now let's get back to the fucking Jersey ladies. So season 10 starts, and the big thing, the big talk, is Teresa's husband, Joe, he is about to get deported back to Italy After coming out of jail for about three years because he was charged for fraud, Teresa was as well, so she served a year in jail before Joe did. So he was in jail for three years, and he's about to get out, um, but he failed to file his tax returns. Get it together, Joey. Come on now. So then he's transferred to an immigration detention center because he never got a citizenship. With that, Teresa is leading the household with her four girls, oldest one, Gia. She's 18 now, about to go to college at Rutgers. She's living her best life. Um, She's also, throughout this whole thing, mind you, I'm talking about Teresa. Joe, about to get deported. There have been rumors spreading around that she has been having an affair with some young, hot, thing who's like 20 years younger than her do we know that it's true Mm, no are there pictures yes do people assume things all the time it's the media what do you expect so that's all happening that's the big news in jersey of course other things happen here and there but this past episode and a half let's say well really the past two episodes ago There is this one thing that I need to talk about. All of you women felt this around the world, even if you didn't watch the damn show. I like to call it the ponytail pull. Oh, let me tell you. You got Danielle. She is an OG housewife. She was like a part of the original cast, but now she's like, OC housewife Vicki Gunvalson, and she is only a guest of the housewives, basically a friend of the housewives. So you have Danielle here, and she has beef with all of the housewives, except for Teresa. But if you fast, if you rewind all the way back to the beginning, Teresa and Danielle had their shit. Like, Teresa was about to flip a table on the bitch like it's crazy. But now they're cool, you know, 2020. <laughs> um, so all the ladies go to this boutique. 
And I think Melissa is like hosting a little thing because this is before her Envy fashion show because now she has a store and she's throwing all these fashion shows and she's being like a boss, which is super cool. You have all the housewives there, Jennifer, Jackie, Dolores, Margaret, Teresa, Melissa, and I think that's it. I can't. Well, Danielle's there, but she's not an original housewife of this season. She's just a friend. So you have Danielle here accusing Margaret for splitting up her marriage with her now ex-husband. Of course, Margaret's like, no, you literally are this prostitute and you've done all this shit, blah, blah, blah. So fast forward to just the the part that was just the drama like this is an Oscar winning performance like I know these ladies aren't actresses but I mean Meryl watch your back honey okay because these women are coming for you and I tell you their thank you speeches would be out of this fucking world and I would just eat my popcorn sip my wine and just take it all in I mean these women Ugh, to die. Anyways, the part that we all were waiting for. Margaret gets all mad because Danielle, I'm going to call her Danielle Dagger because she will throw her daggers at you and she does not give a shit. She will come after you like hide your kids, hide your wife and get under the covers because Danielle Dagger is coming you with a dagger. Okay. Ugh. But she's so good. Like, this is, honestly, this is part of the reason why the Housewives are so goddamn good. Like, there are 8 million different, I mean, you got Housewives of Potomac, Jersey, New York, Dallas, even though I don't watch Dallas. I need to be better. Uh, OC, Beverly Hills, Atlanta. Let me tell you, those women are amazing. Okay, so I am digressing. Back to Danielle Dagger. Okay, classic, classic thing that she asks Margaret. Ugh, I think I might actually use this little tagline. She says, what's your problem, trout mouth? I mean, I have never in my life heard anyone say anything like that, but I I wouldn't even know what to say. I mean, Margaret's sitting there and she's just like, baffled at what this woman is saying to her and then she just couldn't take the shit anymore she takes her damn glass pours the water all over Danielle it is the best thing that I've seen and then it just gets better but I also feel really bad for Margaret because she had to deal with this shit Danielle comes over after she's cussing left and right fuck you da 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 and then before she walks out of that beautiful boutique that literally got all their shit ruined because of Danielle, walks over to Margaret, beautiful blonde ponytail, right? Pulls that sucker on her head and yanks it. Almost leaves Margaret down to the floor. Then words were exchanged. Danielle walks out with Teresa. And in my mind, I'm like, Teresa, seriously? Why would you be doing that? Like, Danielle has literally fucked you over 8 million different times. Everyone else can see it. 
all the ladies can see it. They're trying to tell you and protect you like Danielle is evil. Even Dolores said that, and Dolores is badass. You can't deny what she says. So when Dolores is saying something, you gotta fucking get yourself straight. That's all I'm saying. Even though Teresa is also a badass bitch, and she's killer. She's just a little hazed right now with Danielle's crazy-ass persuasion of, like, I don't even know what to call it. It's just crazy to me. So, classic trout mouth, right? So I guess Margaret's the trout mouth, and Danielle is Danielle Dagger. So after this whole thing happens, I loved when Dolores says, you know, someone says, watch your back. That's total stripper move. So apparently strippers, if they say, watch your back, they're basically going to come after you, give you a hair tug, and they're going to, they're going to slay a bitch, let's just say. Now also too, I haven't seen a hair pull since my high school days, okay? So for Danielle to go back to her 16-year-old self, which I'm sure she's wishing that she could do, I just find that funny and ridiculous, but it makes for great TV. And, you know, Margaret is a champ for dealing with that bullshit. And she is a queen in my book. And there's that. Again, the ponytail pull felt around the world. I mean, I felt it in my goddamn head and I was just watching the goddamn show. It was unbelievable. I would also like to state that these women who are fierce and just amazing to me, they come up with the greatest things out of anyone's mouth, okay? For example, obviously, the What's Your Problem Trout Mouth by Danielle, even though I'm super not a fan of her at all, that was just gold. Also, Margaret saying I would rather cut my toenails with a Cuisinart than be in the same room with Danielle. I mean, shit, I don't know how they think of this, but it is like, I need to use these lines in my life because I feel like good things will come to me and I feel like the world would just be better off with this because first of all it's just very creative and it lets one express themselves fully. So all my friends watch out because I'm going to be saying all these things and maybe I'll create some of my own ones so just be ready. Okay and I'd also like to just move on after this whole boutique ponytail pull You have the ladies talking about 69 and all these sexual things and whatnot. And then uh, Miss Jackie, she confesses um, that Jewish girls don't give blowjobs and that her husband has never gone down on her, leaving Melissa to say, you can't neglect the kitty cat. And Melissa Gorga, I 100% agree, like, Jackie's husband needs to step up like a champ. I mean, like, UFC-style pay-per-view, like, pay for that shit. Get your stuff together and satisfy your wife, okay? We are all waiting, and we are cheering for you, and we know that you can do it. So then after the boutique fiasco... Melissa's uh, fashion show comes up with Envy. She's, 
you know, showcasing her new menswear because before it was just women's wear and she wanted to take the extra leap. So then she has Dolores's son, Frankie Jr. Now a little bit about Dolores real quick. She's like one of my faves. She's awesome. So she is currently living with her ex-husband, Frank Catania. I think that's his name. We'll just say Frank. She's living with Frank right now, her ex-husband. She has a boyfriend named David. And, you know, the interesting part is that Frank is building... Dolores's boyfriend's house. So I wonder how David feels about his girlfriend living with her ex-husband and secretly, not secretly. I really want Frank and Dolores to get back together because I feel like their chemistry is amazing. I feel like he really uh, cares for her. And, um, you know, but also I understand Dolores on her end, like, the guy cheated on her years ago. I wouldn't be fucking okay with that either. I would have left too. So I support her on that. But also at the same time, I'm secretly, you know, hoping that they get back together because I really like their energy and I think they're very supportive of one another. And I feel like a lot more couples should watch that because I know that there are couples out there that are really in a toxic situation. So they could learn something from Dolores and Frank. Now at Melissa's fashion show, Jennifer, who I would like to call, um, well, her husband is a plastic surgeon and her tagline has something to do with um, plastic because I think she's gotten plastic surgery from her husband. Well, I know that she has because she said it on the show. She's gotten plastic surgery from her husband before. Um, and she is claiming that because of her husband and his profession, she never has to work out because if she ends up gaining weight, her husband can just, you know, take it away. So that's inspirational. But anyways, you have Jennifer and Teresa talking about the whole ponytail pull with Margaret and Danielle. So Teresa, I would like to call her the Regina George of the Housewives of Jersey because, I mean, if you've seen Mean Girls, like, Teresa, like, fits Regina's character, like, well. Like, she just doesn't give a fuck and she will come after you because she doesn't care. So Teresa and Jennifer are having the conversation and Jennifer points out that she didn't really think that the water poured on Danielle's head was such a big deal. So then Teresa, oh, because she's the Regina George, you know, she takes the glass of water and just, you know, dumps it on Jennifer on her new nice designer shoes. I don't know who they were. I have no idea. Um, throws them on her, throws the water on her. And then Teresa's claiming, what? It's only water. You said it's not that big of a deal. It's only water. Jennifer's like, oh my God, you bitch. It was so great. Um, with that, Jennifer says, 
That's no reason to physically assault someone like she put her hands on her. You're not supposed to do that. And granted, from Teresa's point of view, I understand that because I feel like if someone threw water on me, I'd literally want, I'd want to hit a bitch because... That's just who I am. I'm very reactive, and I know that my friends would say that too. I'm working on it, okay? I'm working on it. So, but, you know, you can't really, you can't put your hands on someone. You can't. Unless it's a hug, unless you're having sex with them, unless it's consoling them, you just can't do it. That was an interesting thing in the episode, and I thought that was great. Okay, so then we come up to the Mother's Day brunch at uh, Margaret's house. So she invites all the housewives except for Teresa because she's still bitter and, like, upset about the whole Danielle, uh, Margaret, hair, ponytail pull, which rightfully so, I get it, right? But maybe she should have invited Teresa because, A... I would because I'm afraid of her, my God. Um, But yeah, I think it might have been a good thing to do just for all the shit that Teresa is dealing with right now. I mean, she's got a lot of shit on her plate. So I think it would have been really great if Margaret put in that effort to reach out and just be the bigger person. (laughs) But you know, that's not what happened, which created more drama and awesomeness for us viewers, such as myself, to enjoy the show. So, then we get to this past episode yesterday, and, ugh, I can't even tell you, there was just so, I can't, so much, so much to talk about. Now, I'm going to have this little segment called The Dueling Divas. So this particular week, we had a few dueling divas. The first one, Teresa versus Margaret. Now, whose side are you on? For me, I would probably lean more toward Margaret because I think, you know, just because Teresa's going through all this stuff, I get it. But, you know... With Margaret, I just think that she's in the right because Teresa's dealt with so much crap from Danielle in the past. And I just, I mean, I understand, like, you can forgive and move on. Um, We all know that violence is never the answer. Now we're going to move on to our next dueling divas, Jennifer and Jackie. Okay, so Jennifer right now is annoying the fuck out of me, okay? Sometimes the things that just come out of her mouth, I'm like, seriously, girl? Are you, are you kidding me? Okay, so she is so about money and all these diamonds and pearls. What the hell is that Broadway song? Um, oh, shit, I can't remember what it is. Oh, diamonds are a girl's best friends. I literally think that song was written for Jennifer. And that song was written a whole 
hell of a long time ago before the chick was even born. But anyways, so Jennifer is so obsessed with money and status that she literally had to interrogate Jackie about the beach house that she owns where all the women are staying in the Hamptons. And you know, I just think it's kind of crazy that someone's literally going to ask you, oh, well, how many homes do you have? Uh, do you know understand about stocks? Do you really understand all of that stuff? He signed a prenup. Your husband signed a prenup. So your family comes from money? Like, can you tell me the amount? And it's like, take a breather. We understand that you want to tell us how much money that you have, but not everyone's like you, okay? Jackie's very modest with her money, which is totally cool. I mean, you know, to each their own. And you know what? If Jennifer wants to be all showy, that's her prerogative too. But she can't expect everyone to be on her bus because not everyone gives a fuck like she does. I'm probably more on Jackie's side for that. Now... The last dueling diva for this little segment, uh, Melissa and Jennifer. And let me tell you, this happens at the end of the episode, but holy shit, am I ready for next week? Of course they do the to be continued to literally leave you hanging. And then I have to go through the rest of my week thinking like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Like, I feel like Melissa's going to hit a bitch. Like, she seems like that type of girl. I mean, she's a Jersey girl. You know what I mean? She's like... In my opinion, the older Sammy Sweetheart of Jersey Shore. Just a little bit more sophisticated. Actually, yes, more sophisticated. Now, this just, ugh, this is like cake for days or like wine for days. Whatever your fucking thing is, it is that for days, okay? Jennifer is looking at Melissa because she says a comment saying that Jackie's winning because she's so modest with her money and she's basically setting up, you know, for her kids' futures, which is great, you know, good for her. Jennifer takes super offense to that. She does the classic silverware toss, okay? And that duel is going to continue next week and I cannot fucking wait to see what happens because apparently Jennifer be all jealous saying, oh, well, you think that my kids aren't going to be successful because we pay for a lot of shit right now and we're having them enjoy their best life? Like, what the fuck? So, you know, that's just going to be insane and my money's on Melissa, to be quite honest. Alrighty, now we're on to the weekly shade or shade of the week. (sighs) Sometimes I feel like it's hard to pick between the different shades that are being thrown. I mean, we need to freaking get an umbrella to cover ourselves, you know? So I think with everything that came from this episode, ooh, the great shade came from Melissa referring to Jennifer as... Veruca Salt. Now, everyone knows that Veruca Salt was the spoiled little brat from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And if you don't, then you need to rent the movie right now, preferably the one with Gene Wilder because that shit was the best. Johnny Depp was a little too freaky for me, even though I'm like, love me some Johnny Depp. But anyways, go see the one with Gene Wilder. Okay, Jennifer, we should just call her Veruca Salt throughout the rest of the season because... 
You know, when they say if the shoe fits, well, I think the shoe fits pretty well. I mean, she says on the episode, because she loves, you know, Jackie's beach house so much, she's basically telling all the women, oh, I really want one, so I'm going to ask my husband if I can get a beach house too. All the women were like, yeah, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, I'm serious. So she can, you know, basically whatever she wants, she asks her husband and he's like, yeah, sure, why the fuck not? So that is just, I don't even know what to say on that. But to the next shade that I would like to uh, talk about, again, involves Jennifer saying that Jackie is stingy and that she's cheap because she has all this money. I understand that everyone has their own opinion and I'm giving mine right now on how ridiculous Jennifer sounded about that whole thing. I mean, no one's going up and asking her about her shit and her family life and her finances and all that kind of shit, but I'm pretty sure that she would, you know, let everyone know, but guess what? Not everyone's like that. So I thought that was very interesting um, to even have Jennifer even say that. And yeah, I just didn't even know how to deal with that. I think I was sitting there appalled and I was just like, I can't believe she just said that. Like, Jennifer, shut your mouth. But listen, I don't think she really means any harm. I think she means well. I just think she needs to be a little bit more self-aware, as we all should be. Okay, so last thing. I call it the quote of the week. So when any housewife and or housewife, just basically when any quote, when anyone says something that I'm just like, seriously, Something amazing, something shocking, something surprising, something embarrassing. I'm going to talk about that. So this week's quote of the week comes from the Queen Teresa. With them sitting around the breakfast table at Jackie's Beach House, and Margaret is trying to talk some sense in Teresa, or talk some sense to Teresa about the whole Danielle fiasco. She references Charles Manson in, I quote, Teresa. Who's Charles Manson? All the women place this surprising face, which I did too, sitting on my couch. I mean, you know, bless Teresa, but she's got to do a little bit of, you know, some history reading because I was literally shocked that she even said that. I mean, Raquel from Vanderpump Rules, I could understand her saying that because I don't know, I could just understand that. But from Teresa, I'm just shocked that she didn't even know who Charles Manson was. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, come on, Teresa. Like, ah, that frustrated me. But it is the quote of the week, and um, yeah. All I can say is Jersey Housewives, ugh, I'm loving you gals, I'm rooting for you all, and you all inspire me. So that was a fun first episode that I could share with you. This is basically what we're going to be talking about throughout the whole uh, season of this show, and... This is just Jersey. Just wait until New York and Potomac. Like, it's going to be lit. 
Uh, we'll have these segments week after week. We'll probably add a few here or there. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And please like the show on iTunes and subscribe. No, but like for real, subscribe. Tell all your friends, tell your parents, tell your dogs, tell your kitties. Just tell everybody. Um, so yeah, thanks, Yins guys. And we'll see you next week. And uh, catch ins later, my bravo gods and goddesses. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.